Hello and welcome to episode 2 of Ava's Pod. Today is a very special Christmas Eve edition, so without any further ado, we'll get started. Yes, it's the 24th of December, which means it's Christmas Eve at last. I can see why Christmas is one of the most favourite times of year. Letters to Santa have been written and sent away. Presents have been bought and families coming home for Christmas. It truly is the most wonderful time of the year. Today I'm going to be sharing with you some of my favourite things about Christmas. My favourite music, books and all that kind of stuff from the past few weeks. I think we'll begin with my favourite part of Christmas. Um, I really, really like Christmas Eve today because um, it's kind of quiet but it's festive at the same time. And it just, it feels really nice. To know that Christmas is just a few hours away but you still can relax and you can still enjoy the day before all the the Christmas feasts happen and the gift giving I really I just love this this time of this time of the year because every Christmas Eve I have a kind of a routine that I will do um, I'll wrap all the presents I've bought I will leave biscuits and milk out for Santa. Um, I will make sure I have everything ready for the next day. Um, I do everything in advance. So, yeah, I'm really excited for this Christmas. I think it's going to be a good one. And I hope it's a a good one for everybody. I would also just like to apologise for the lack of posts on the blog recently. I haven't been as active as as I know I should have. But I will be posting there today and maybe tomorrow I'm not sure yet I will have to see how the day goes but yeah I'll be posting there later today so I'll leave the link in the description as always for you to go and check it out um then I think yeah I think that's everything about the blog for the moment there's nothing that I need to tell you about there's there's no surprises coming up so yeah that's that's what I've been that's what I'm doing for the blog this Christmas anyway and it's going to be the first Christmas with Ava's blog and now Ava's pod, which is exciting. I know I only have two podcast episodes, but there will be more in the new year, I promise. Now, on to my favourite things of the past few weeks. They are going to be, there are going to be a lot of books in this list because I have been reading a lot over the past few weeks. Um, I know that this series of books is a bit old. But it's really enjoyable. Um, I'm currently on the fourth book, I think. Um, and the series is the Cherub series by Robert Moochamore. So it's by a man called Robert Moochamore. I'm going to read the blurb for the first book. Um, the first book is called The Recruit. Let's, let's read the blurb. Okay, so a terrorist doesn't let strangers into her flat because they might be undercover police or intelligence agents. But her... Ch- Children bring their mates home and they run all over the place. The terrorist doesn't know that one of these kids has bugged every room in her house, made copies of all her computer files and stolen her address book. This kid works for Cherub. Cherub agents are aged between 10 and 17. They live in the real world, slipping under adult radar and getting information that sends criminals and terrorists to jail. For official purposes, these children do not exist. Now... I don't know if I'm pronouncing the word cherub right. It's spelled C-H-E-R-U-B. 
and I don't know exactly what it means. I think it's, I could be completely wrong. I probably am completely wrong, but I think it is like, some, if you were to describe somebody as a cherub, it would mean they're young, I presume. I don't know. But no, I'm really enjoying this series. The first book um, in- involves the main character, James. Um, his old name was James Choke, but since he arrives to this like spy agency for kids, he has to change his name. Um, and I'll let you find out what that is if you read the book. Um, yeah, it's, it's about a spy agency for kids, basically. But it does a lot more than that. They work with MI5. They work with British intelligence. They go undercover with uh, like drug dealer and terrorists' children. And they befriend the children to kind of bring down the bad guys, basically. I really love it. It's a lot of fun. I'll just, like, I'll read the first page. Oh, here we go. What is Cherub? Um, During World War II, French civilians set up a resistant movement to fight against German forces occupying their country. Many of their most useful operatives were children and teenagers. So it started in World War II. That's that's really interesting. Um, Some worked as scouts and messengers. Others befriended homesick German soldiers, gathering information that enabled the resistance to sabotage German military operations. Wow. I don't think I would have liked to do that. Um, a British spy named Charles Henderson worked among these fu- these French children for nearly three years. After returning to Britain, he used what he'd learned in France to train twenty British boys to work for, oh no, twenty British boys for work on undercover operations. The codename for his unit was Cherub. And um, every time they say the word Cherub in this book, it's in all capitals, so I presume it's pretty important. Henderson died in 1946, but the organisation he created has thrived. Cherub now has more than 250 agents, all aged 17 or under. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that it still went on. Like, it doesn't say anything about it being real, but these books were first published in 2004 in the UK. So, I think it kind of... I think it shut down in the late 90s, we'll see. Okay. Um, So, although there have been many technical advances in intelligence operations since Cherub was founded, the reason for its existence remains the same. Adults never suspect that children are spying spying on them. That's cool. See, is there anything else? Um... I really hope there is because it doesn't tell me. Oh, it has a timeline. Cherub, a history, 1941 to 1996. So it started in 1941 and then I presume it ended in 96. Let's have a look. Um, so I'm going to the year 1996 on this history timeline thing. Um, and it says Cherub celebrated its 50th anniversary with the opening of a diving pool and indoor shooting range. So maybe it didn't shut down. Every retired member of Cherub was invited to this celebration. No guests were allowed. Over 900 people made it, flying from all over the world. Among the retired agents were a former prime minister and a rock guitarist who had sold 18 million albums. 
After a firework display, the guests pitched tents and slept on campus. Before leaving the following morning, everyone gathered outside the chapel and remembered the four children who had given Cherub their lives. So four children died as a result of these missions. Those, it says here in 1967, Catherine Field, um, it doesn't say how old she was, but she became the third Cherub agent to die on an operation. She was bitten by a snake on a mission in India. She reached hospital within, within half an hour, but tragically, the snake species was wrongly identified and Catherine was given the wrong antivenom. That's so sad. That's incredibly sad. I, I would have loved to do this. I, I don't know if it... If it's still going on, I don't know. I'd like to find out. I'm pretty sure, though, if you looked it up on the internet, you wouldn't get many search results because it's very hush-hush. It's very secret, I think. Um, it doesn't say anything else about any other uh, pupils who died on missions. No, it doesn't. Um, so I think what happens is... If you're orphaned by your parents, if your parents die or um, you, you can't be looked after by your parents and if you have like a higher than average, above average IQ level, I think you go to Cherub and as long as you're kind of like over the age of eight or nine, I think is what it is um, or what it was in the book anyway, uh, you did all these tests and then you did a, a basic training course for 100 days um, which I don't think I would have done very well in because it sounded like the most grueling and horrible thing you would ever have had to do um, I don't want to do that <laughs> it's just the, the missions for me sounded like a lot of fun it is a great series I'm currently on book 4 which is The Killing and I'm really enjoying it so I would recommend them to anybody who loves Anybody who's a fan of The Hunger Games or um, action thrillers like that, it's very, very good. Okay, so that's my favourite book at the moment done. I have been reading some other books, but um, I think that's, that's enough time on the books for now. I have a random fact for you. Did you know that if you cook a turkey with the foil on, you know, if you put kitchen tin foil on a turkey and then you bake it you don't bake it you roast a turkey I don't know I've never cooked a turkey um but you're not supposed to put foil on it because if you put the foil on top of it and then put it in the oven it's supposed to make it go really like rubbery and and soggy which you do not want I listened to a podcast yesterday and there was a turkey expert yes a turkey expert. I don't know how you become a turkey expert, but apparently he had over a thousand turkeys on his farm and they basically do nothing all day. They wake up in a woods, they get up in the morning and they're in a woods and then the turkeys, not the not the farmers, but they get up in the morning and they're in a woods and they snuff around for a while and then they're called back into their, I suppose it's like a, a hen run for chickens, only for turkeys. Um, they're called back in there and they they get fed and then in the evening times they'll go up onto their roost and they'll just they'll get up at dawn and start it all again. Um, 
Now, I'm not a massive fan of turkey, but that was actually a really interesting podcast. It was the Five Live Science, I think. I think it's by the BBC. Um, but you can check it out on all the major podcast platforms. Um, a lot of people seem to think that turkeys are ugly. They are related to the vulture, which I didn't know, and it surprised me. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I, I think that's where people think they're ugly. But really, it's just a little dangly bit on their throat that you can see that's vulture-like. And they've got a bit of a curved beak as well. And quite long talons. Um, this I'm just basically copying this from the turkey master, the turkey expert. He just he was on the podcast and he was telling the presenters all about his turkeys. And yeah, apparently they're beautiful. If you take away, well, obviously don't take away the little red dangly bit. I don't know what that is. I will find out. But. If you just look at the turkey itself and not its dangly red bits on the throat, it's a pretty nice looking creature. I mean, the feathers are pretty. There's there's actually a breed of uh, turkey and breed, maybe. Um, there's a, a breed of turkey and it's got iridescent feathers. I don't know if that's with all turkeys, but apparently if they're like really well looked after, their that their feathers go really shiny. And like iridescent, that's cool. Shiny turkeys, that's that's cool. Um, no, I I have to say, if I were to keep any kind of bird, I would keep chickens because they're nice to keep, and they're they're easy to keep as well. But turkeys make a lot of noise, so yeah, no, they wouldn't be the best if you wanted to keep a a bit of a quiet animal. And chickens make noise as well, but they're just more pleasant to keep, I think. I would just prefer to keep chickens, yeah. Okay, that was a very random rant about turkeys. Um, I was meant to only tell you about the foil thing, but there you go. Um, I'm going to go straight on to my favourite music of the past few weeks. Um, and it's definitely changed quite a bit because, okay, I've got um a long list of music that I like. Um... Some of it is kind of old, like it could be more than a, a year or more than a few years, but it's still enjoyable. It's still really, really enjoyable. So I'm going to see if I can add, yes, I can. I can put the music that I like to listen to at the end of the podcast. It might add an extra couple of minutes because there are so many, but it's worth checking out, I think. Prove me wrong, but it's worth checking out. So in the first episode of this podcast, I named three songs, three of my top songs. They were Ariana Grande's Thank You Next, um, Ellie Goulding's Swally in Diplo, Close to Me, and I think it was Megan Trainer, either Better When I'm Dancing, it was either Better When I'm Dancing by Megan Trainer, or it was Dear Future Husband. I will go and check that out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was better when I'm dancing. Um, some of them are going to stay on the list, but I'm taking Close to Me off. And Ariana Grande is not at number one anymore, in my eyes. Um, I have... You, you probably would have seen this ad. It was on TV quite a lot a few months back before the summer. Um, it was for the iPhone X. And 
there was a, a song on it that I really liked. So I scoured the internet and YouTube to try and find it. And it's called uh, All Night by Big Boy. And you can have a listen to it right here if you're on Anchor. I'm going to play it for you right now. So there you have it. That is All Night by Big Boy. I really enjoyed that uh, on the ad for the iPhone X. So I, I hunted it down and I found it. Um, you know when you see an ad or you hear something and you you say, I like that song, where can I find it? There is a website called tvadmusic.co.uk. I will, it's either .co.uk or .com. I'll link it in the description for this episode. Um, it's it's worth using if you have a an ad that you want to find the music for. I, I found it really handy. Um, so yeah, obviously I don't know all the words to that song all night. Um, I do like to, to think that I know the chorus. It's probably not as good. Um, but no, I'm, I'm really enjoying that. Some of the other songs that I like to listen to at the moment um, include Issues by Julia Michaels, um, Let You Down by NF, um, which I love to learn the rap bits. Like the chorus is good, but the rapping is better in, in Let You Down. Um, that's by NF. Um, what else? Yes, Megan Trainer, Me Too. If I was you, I'd want to be me too. That's such a fun song. I really, really, really like it. Um, um, I don't think there's anything else that I'm listening to at the moment. If there is, I'll put it at the end and we will see how that goes. I don't think you can listen to the music that I put on the podcast if you're not on, if you're not listening to it on Anchor. Um, but I will link, well, I will try to link the, the music down below for YouTube or, um, just for the internet, but a lot of them are, are really good. Um, they're great to dance to and just to move to. I really love them. So why don't you tell me all of your favorite things at that moment, the books you're reading, the music you're listening to, all that kind of stuff. Um, you can send me a message on the podcast or you can uh, comment it in the blog. Um, I'd really love to see that. And if there's a book that you're reading and you'd like to do a book review on it, if you go to my blog, there is a books in a billion page on the home page. You go to the menu and you say books in a billion and there's like a, a book review form that you can fill out. And once you press submit or send, it will go straight to me and I'll be able to see that. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing all the books that everybody's reading. I love to read. I can't get enough of reading. I just can't. I go into the library and I come out with seven or eight books and then they're read in about a month. Less. Two or three weeks. That's how fast I read. But no, as I said last episode, reading is so important. It gets you loads of places. I didn't know what I would do if I couldn't read. Like if I had no books. I would go mad. I have to have at least two or three books that I'm going to continue. Um, so yeah, and no, I, I love to read and I could get through six books in two weeks. How many books do you read in two weeks? Tell me. Tell me what you're reading. Tell me how and where and why you're reading them. That's cool. 
So unfortunately, that is about all I've got time for today. I will be posting on the blog later today if you want to go and check that out. Um, I'll be playing some music at the end of this as well, so stick around for that. Merry Christmas, everybody. Have a great Christmas tomorrow. Happy New Year, all of that. Enjoy yourselves and get loads of presents. Bye!